Hello and welcome to episode three of Jetstream, the Wellington College International podcast. In episode one, I spoke to Julia and Ian Sutcliffe about their move from Crowthorne to Pune. They've now happily arrived and are in post, and we're about to hear a little bit more about that. In episode two, uh, there were three old Wellingtonian star guests featured, Freddie, Gus and Deuce, talking about their visit to Wellington College, Bangkok. I'm Chris Wolfe. I'm the International Director, and I help to support, connect and grow our family of eight schools overseas. The eighth and newest school is the one we're talking about today, which opened last week. James Dahl, Master of Wellington College, was in attendance, and he is my very special guest today. Mr. Dahl, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me. Um, the grand opening in Pune, how was it? Uh, gosh, it was breathtakingly brilliant, uh, Chris. I, I was very honoured uh, to be there. It was noisy, uh, vibrant, colourful, uh, full of joy, optimism, uh, trumpeters, dancers. I mean, it was just amazing from beginning to end. And I, I feel very honoured, actually, to have um, to have been there and to have. Uh, I was the one who formally announced the opening of the school in a in a in a, a ceremony in the in in inside the school. So um, yeah, to be part of. Um, Wellington College's history in that regard, but also Wellington College International Pune's history in that regard was just very special. That sounds sounds wonderful. Noisy and colourful sounds like a, a normal day at Wellington College. Uh, so I'm <laughs> sure you uh, you felt uh, you felt very much at home. And um, can you tell us a little bit about the uh, some of the, the the events that marked the opening? Yeah, yeah. Start as you begin. You aim to go on. So um, we we met at uh, for lunch before before the formal opening, and there were um, all of the governors of the school. Um, there was Scott Bryan, who's um, the managing director of Wellington College International, uh, myself, and two of our governors here from the college in the UK, uh, Helen Stevenson and Felicity Kirk, um, who are both uh, involved in have been involved in the international uh, schools movement over recent years, and Helen chairs our, our international um, subcommittee. Uh, we were all there, so it was a, a gathering of the greater good. We had the most wonderful banquet, um, of the most unbelievable uh, uh, Indian food, uh, and, and then when I say sort of colourful and noisy, we had a um, a traditional uh, Maharashtrian. Um, group of uh, musicians and dancers and percussionists and trumpeters uh, who started playing um, in front of the school and they uh, essentially processed um, all of the guests um, and we had the first pupils of the school and their parents and the teachers uh, and we sort of processed across to the opening uh, to, to the sort of front uh, gates of the school uh, where um, three or four of us cut red ribbon um, and then we walked in through uh, all, all to the accompaniment of, of trumpets and, and, and percussion and dancing and then we walked through uh, uh, the doors we went downstairs into one of the um, assembly halls within the school in the, the first bit of the school that's been built uh, there are a number of speeches uh, from uh, the, the the home team um, but also from from me as well and from Murray Todd, who is uh, the, the founding master. Um, and most importantly, um, Anuj Agawal, who is our partner uh, in India, who is the most wonderful man um, and just gave a brilliant speech uh, as well. And then after a round of applause and um, the lighting of a lamp and some unrolling of scrolls, uh, we headed out onto the uh, the grass outside. The, the, the site of the school is magnificent, Chris. It, it is um, riverside. 
in the east of Pune um, and the banks of the school go down to the side of the river and then across the river on the south bank there is a wildlife reserve that is protected in Punean law. Uh, so uh, I think the school will forever have this um, sylvan um, outlook southwards across this river. So it is, um, you know, you're in this huge red brick building that feels very Wellington, but also with this gorgeous vista of of just nature uh, there. And we and we 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 took photos and we met, um, had a chance to speak to parents and and, and local dignitaries, um, and and that concluded the the opening of the school. It was just brilliant it sounds it sounds absolutely spectacular um you said it, it feels very wellington uh, and i think you spent the next day or two visiting some of the lessons as well can you tell us a bit yeah. about a uh, bit about what you saw and how, how wellington it felt yeah absolutely there, there's lots of different bits and pieces um the designs of the building uh, they're not designed to replicate the look of wellington um from a very explicit way perhaps in in, in the way that um some of the Wellington College China schools, and I'm looking in the background over your your left shoulder there, Chris. I think that I think that's Tianjin uh, over there. Um, Absolutely, so, so right. there it is. <laughs> so it's not quite that, but but the the red brick is is a theme that they've taken. Um, but but some of the things they've tried to recreate within the fabric and the feel of the school is um, some of the big archways that we have here at Wellington, um, particularly Great Gate. When you come in, you walk through that. So there is this most magnificent archway that is going to be the main entrance to the school. Um, and it's going to have in giant um, uh, stone letters Wellington College acro across the top. So, so there's that aspect of it. Uh, of course, inside there are some, you know, the values are the same. The the house names are the same. There's an Anglesey um, and an Apsley and 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 others too. And and so seeing uh, the first group of pupils wandering around with their polo shirts on with, you know, absolutely house on the back. Um, you know, that made it feel very Wellington. Um, we've got a couple of gap students who are OWs. So Harmon Sanger and Jess Stevens, who were in the Beresford and the Hopeton last year, it was lovely to see them and watch them in some of the early lessons that they're, they're, they're being teaching assistants. Of course, on episode one, you had Ian and Julia Sutcliffe, uh, who've gone over there to um, to help there. So, uh, you know, that but but the way in which the school had been set up, um, the, the, the way in which classrooms had been built to promote collaborative learning and teamwork, um, the way in which the values uh, are very obviously being intertwined into the way in which the school operates from from day one um you know, all of these things are just pieces in a jigsaw that that makes you feel really very quickly um that you are in a wellington school when you are there and it's 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 magnificent i've been to all the schools in china i've been to thailand and now i've been to india and they've all done it but in slightly different ways but you, you know within 30 seconds of being there that you are in Wellington um, and that's very special indeed. Absolutely no it sounds sounds like a really pioneering uh, concept of course coming back to the the college purpose of pioneering education to serve and help shape a, a better world so it's lovely to see that happening in in so many ways and you mentioned catching up with old friends uh, in uh, in Pune how, how are the Sutcliffe's getting on? They seemed very happy uh, they are loving the city um, which is 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 not 
an unimportant aspect of it. You, you know, you can go and have a brilliant job in a brilliant school, but actually that that wider feeling that you belong and that, that you're you're inspired by being there. Um, so that's it. They they love the school uh, and the initial families and the initial children and and they're just full of excitement as to what the next two to three years can um, can bring as they build the school up from uh, from the bottom. Um, you know, you have you have this pioneering. It's just under fifty um, students you've started. Um, I sense that that will grow very quickly um, and that by the time uh, Ian and Julia uh, return to Crowfield uh, in 2026, uh, that the school will be two to 300 students. And, um, you know, they're just really excited about being part of that initial chapter in this new school's history. Absolutely. And you mentioned that they will, they will be returning to, to Crowthorne and that concept of a, of a secondment within the family of schools is a, is a really exciting one for, for the group. Uh, and you've mentioned our schools in, in China and, and Thailand as well. Uh, with that group of, of international schools as, as part of the Wellington College family, can you just, just tell us a little bit about what you think that brings to, to Wellington College and that, that group feel to what we're trying to achieve? Uh, well, I hope it will bring an increasing amount to us. Uh, I think we already benefit um, perhaps at a higher level from that that connection and that family and and uh, the, the sharing of good practice, the secondment of staff, the exchanges. Um, you know, th this year will be the second year where two of our year 10 pupils will be going to Bangkok and um, we will have the return um, exchange students later on in the year. Um, but but we really keen to build it even more online and face to face to find meaningful, impactful opportunities for staff and for students, Wellingtonians, across all of our schools to um, become part of something that's greater than the sum of the individual parts. Um, so whether that's, uh, you know, academic departments connecting, um, you know, uh, university support, whether it's through, um, as I said, the, the, the sharing of best practice pedagogy and leadership through uh, the establishment of the bridges and, and um, across all of our schools. Uh, the, the, the idea is that we build a network positive uh, infrastructure there. And what I mean by network positive is that the people within that network are really drawing positive benefits out of being part of that network on a on a daily, weekly uh, and termly basis. So um, uh, funnily enough, I gave an assembly to, to Wellingtonians here in, in Crowthorne um, a week or so ago and, and, and asked them if there are any um, clever ideas that they have about ways in which they can connect more readily uh, and regularly uh, with their counterparts around the world, then then do let me know, because it's, it's a remarkable statistic that we've got 1,100 Wellingtonians in the UK, uh, we've got 5,500 Wellingtonians uh, around the world, and you suddenly think of a, a global community of six and a half thousand students and um, you know however many thousand teaching staff um, you know the ability to harness the power of that network for the benefit of of, of all uh, is is absolutely the vision the vision moving forward yeah, quite right and under, underpinning all of that is the the intercultural understanding uh, and the exchange of ideas that i know was the the initial uh, plan for our international schools how, how do you see that developing as well well, uh, you're absolutely right. The the marriage of what well, in in China and particularly between uh, Eastern and Western pedagogy, uh, uh, but but I guess it's not just uh, about um, educational systems. It, it is about cultural systems as well. We 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 live in a world which is 
becoming increasingly entrenched and uh, globally siloed uh, with, uh, you know, and, and that's not good for anyone. The, 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 the challenges facing the world, the existential um, issues uh, which need to be solved by um, the, the adults of tomorrow um, has got to come from a place where n nations and regions around the world are building bridges with one another and not not putting up walls. Um, and I absolutely believe that um, no matter where a Wellingtonian is educated, they should be heading out into their adult life, able to engage with and lead and serve people from all different backgrounds and all different cultures and regions. Um, because if, if, if we're not sending young people out into the world with, with that mindset and that ability to uh, to make positive change, then then who is? Um, and it is quite simply what, what the world needs. And so, uh, yeah, a central part of um, our vision for our international family moving forward is to continue to, you know, build these physical bridges across cultures, across regions, um, through our schools, um, you know, for, for, for the benefit of the young people who, who are educated there uh, and, and genuinely to fulfil that that um, purpose statement, because if we are going to serve and help shape a better world, we're not going to do that in, in international silos. We need to do that by um, being outward facing, um, international in our mind, looking, connecting with people from all um, cultures, backgrounds, religions, faiths um, and regions around the world. Absolutely, it's uh, an inspiring and, and compelling vision. Thank you so much for taking the time to uh, to share it with us today. It is perhaps no surprise that you are an award-nominated uh, head teacher. Uh, perhaps you can uh, just just tell everyone a little bit about how that went. Yeah, award-nominated, but but not award-winning. No, it was uh, it was very. Uh, I was very touched two or three weeks ago to receive. Uh, an email from uh, the Tatler School Awards to say that I've been nominated by. Um, uh, you know my peers and and um, by sort of feeder schools uh, as as prep head, uh, not prep head as um, senior head teacher of the year. There were there were five of us in the in the uh, in the final, and I don't know who came second. But I'm I'm pretending to myself that I came second. Um, I'm, but, I'm sure uh, it was a very close second as well. Yeah, <laughs> yes. But uh, no, I think it's uh, you know an esteemed field and, and really nice to have the the recognition and well deserved. Uh, so yeah. you know, many congratulations. Well, thank you so much for your time. Uh, I'm conscious that uh, that running a school is a very uh, time-consuming business, uh, and I'm very grateful to you for spending the time with me today, uh, telling everybody on the Jetstream uh, about Pune, about our international schools, uh, and the continuing excitement uh, around the uh, the international family of schools. Chris, it's, it's my pleasure, and I, I hope that we will have uh, many more exciting openings of new schools, uh, both in India, uh, but, but but also more widely around the, um, around the world in, in years to come. And we might be doing this again in a couple of years' time with some some exciting new things to talk about. Absolutely. I will be uh, working hard to make that happen. Thank you so much for your time. <laughs> Do take care. Thanks so much, Chris. Take care.